I want to talk to you a little bit tonight about how to make sure on your part that the battle is won. And it's just as simple as this. You got to praise to engage. I said you got to praise to engage. If you're going to get God moving, you got to get moving. Ah, hallelujah. Let, let me read you a little bit and then I'll let you be seated. It's nothing new. Imagine that. Joshua chapter 6. Now Jericho was straightly shut up because of the children of Israel. None went out, none came in. And the Lord said unto Joshua, See, I have given into thine hand Jericho. Now there were some of them good folks in the crowd that said, Don't he see the same walls that I see? Come on now. Sometimes we can't see the victory for the wall. And the king thereof and the mighty men of valor. And ye shall compass the city, all ye men of war. Go around about the city once. Thus shalt thou do six days. And seven priests shall bear before the ark. Seven trumpets of ram's horns, and the seventh day you shall compass the city seven times, and the priests shall blow with the trumpets. And it shall come to pass that when they make a long blast with the ram's horn, and when you hear the sound of the trumpet, all the people shall shout with a great shout, and the wall of the city shall fall down flat. And the people shall ascend upon every man straight before him. And Joshua, the son of Nun, called the priests and said unto them, Take up the ark of the covenant, and let seven priests bear seven trumpets of ram's horns before the ark of the Lord. And he said unto the people, Pass on and compass the city. And let him that is armed pass on before the ark of the Lord. You may be seated. I won't be long tonight, but I want to preach to you for just a minute, maybe a little longer than that. Praise to engage. Praise means a commendation or a favorable representation in words. A form of worship to glorify. Now watch me here. Praise to God guarantees access to God's throne. Well, I'd really like to get out of this trial... You don't look like it's sitting on those hands. Well, I'd really like for God 
to move in these circumstances. You don't look like it letting somebody else do the running. Come on now. I said we're going to have to understand that God's already got this sealed up. The victory is won. But we, the people of God, are going to have to praise to engage. Come on. When I praise, I engage the presence of God. I kick God in gear and God says, watch. What I'm going to do when you praise me, I'm going to come to where you are. I'm going to engage in your circumstances. And when you're done, you're going to win. Praise. Everybody shout praise. Praise is a weapon in spiritual warfare. You know, I'm going to be a little transparent with you tonight. I'm probably way too engaged in a lot of circumstances in our world right now. And there are days when I wake up and I say to myself, man, I sure could, we sure could use a win tonight. I said, we sure could use a win today. Brother Mark Luper, there are a lot of days when I look at things and I think, whoo, man, come quickly, Lord Jesus. But I also understand that the plan of God is all about timing. But my greatest strength is found tonight in knowing uh, that if I'll praise him, uh, he will engage in my current set of circumstances. Come on. I don't believe God's done with the church yet. I said I don't believe God's done with the church yet. If God was done with the church, we'd be raptured out of here. But I'm convinced that God's not done with the church uh, and God's not through giving victory uh, and God's not through healing and God's not through delivering. Uh, come on. God's not through saving, but he's looking for a people that I say, I don't have time to be negative. I don't have time to be distracted. All I'm going to do is just praise him. And when I praise him, I engage him on my behalf and on the behalf of those that I love. Come on, praise him. be seated. David was a notable warrior and he knew the power of praise throughout his life. Enemies. Again, there are times that I feel like I'm just surrounded. I know nobody else feels like but there are times when I feel my, my wife and I will talk. She'll say to me, Saint, do you think it's ever going to turn around? And I'm going to be honest with you. 
There have been times when I've told her, I don't know. But something hit me. I didn't, I didn't really know I was going to be preaching tonight until on my way home and or on my way back from Coppersville today. But something hit me on the way. God said to tell his people that you're on the march to victory. That he come on. God said, I'm gonna let my people rise up in this last day. She's not gonna be a church that's pushed down, uh, that's put under somebody's heel. Come on, the devil can't keep his foot on your neck. You hear me? The devil can't keep his foot on your family. Come on, the devil can't keep his foot on your marriage. I'm telling you, when you begin to praise, uh, God begins to engage. Oh, hallelujah. I'm trying to tell somebody, don't quit, don't give up, don't be discouraged, don't be disheartened. Just praise him and watch him begin to engage in a way that you never thought would ever happen. What you, you, you tell your neighbor, don't lose hope. David never lost hope in the face of great trouble. By the way, Pastor, that was some good preaching this morning. Man. Brother Jordan, thank you for reminding us that he told us he was coming. But I got to tell you something else tonight. Before he comes, it's going to get better than it's ever been in the church. I know world conditions aren't ideal, but that's not our world. Come on, somebody. In the church, it's about to get gooder and gooder and gooder. God is about to show himself mighty in the midst of a perverse generation and the way it's going to happen is we're not going to lose hope and we're going to use our praise to engage the master. Praise. Praise. Praise became his language in every weather. And even in praise, it is, it has a language. It, it, Psalm 27 and 1, watch this. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear. Do you hear me, hell? The deal is sealed. There's nothing that you can throw at me that can make me back up, shut up. Come on. Whom shall I fear? I've got the answer. Nobody nor anything. 
Now you got a choice. You can squinch up. That's word. You can you can pucker up. Sour up. Pout up. But I'm going to tell you, I've chosen to praise up. You want to know why? David said it. The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? Oh, one writer said it like this. When I am weak, he is made strong. Come on, Pentecostals. I want you to hear that tonight. The Lord is your strength. Not your job. Not your bank account. Not your friends. Come on now. Not your lawyer. My God, I feel the Holy Ghost right now. The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? Oh, but wait, he's not finished. You can sit down. He's not finished. When the wicked, even mine enemies, and my foes. I, I like this. Listen. This, this version said, when the wicked advance against me, to devour me. It is my enemies and my foes who will stumble and fall. See, that should have made somebody shout here tonight. Oh, I've got this individual or that individual. They just keep coming at me. When I wake up in the morning, it's on my mind. When I lay down at night, it's on my mind. I'll tell you what you need to do. When you wake up in the morning, this is what you need to do. Lord, I thank you because my enemy is going to stumble today. Before you go to bed at night, this is what you need to do. Lord, I thank you because my enemy is going to Come on, it's the word of God. Praise when you praise, it engages God to take care of your enemy. Watch verse 3. Though a host, that's an army, should encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war should rise against me. In this will I be confident. What do you mean, Bishop? I mean praise engages God. Praise engages 
the almighty God of war to do battle. I, I, want, I want you to know tonight that there's no excuse for you to leave the house of God defeated. There's no excuse for you to leak well. It don't matter what I do here. It's going to be the same thing when I get home. Oh, really? Well, then the word of God's lying. Come on, somebody. I said the word of God is lying because my Bible says that when God goes before me, he's going to take care of the battle, whatever it is. But the only way to get that to happen is to engage God in praise. Put that that third verse back up there for me. I, I want you to look at that last part. He said, in this will I be confident. He said, though war rise against me, I've got something that will work every time. Come on. Brother Harrison, he said, in this will I be confident. Not my strength. Not my power. Come on, somebody. But when I begin to praise, when I begin to praise, God says, that's all I needed. I'm going to step right in the middle of the battlefield. And when I'm finished on the other side, they praise me now before the victory. On the other side, they're going to praise me in the victory because when my people praise me they engage me they activate me to move on their behalf come on somebody shout glory praise I know warfare if you don't think we're in spiritual warfare you've been living in a cave spiritual warfare is initiated with praise to God and every praise every time I praise creates a battle moment Watch this. Verse 15 of Joshua chapter 6. Watch what happens. On the seventh day, the seventh day, they rose early about the dawning of the day and compassed the city after the same manner seven times. Only that day they compassed the city seven times. I'm going to stop right there for a minute because I want to ask you a question. I know the Bible said that the city was sealed up. Nobody could go in and nobody could get out. 
But I want to ask you something. Nothing kept them from ascending to the top of the wall and attacking Israel as they're marching around the wall. What kept that from happening? Think about that now. Six days they marched around one time. And on the seventh day, they never said anything on those six days. They just walked around. Now what kept the hand of God? Or what kept the, the enemy, the hand of the enemy from destroying them? I'll tell you what it was. It wasn't much. But it was obedience. It's the only thing. They didn't lift their voice because he said not to lift your voice. But they walked every day in obedience. You see, you could praise him in a lot of ways. You don't have to get out in the middle of the Walmart and shout the aisle every day. Amen. But you got to keep walking in obedience. And every day that you walk in obedience, it's as though... Uh, there's a defensive buildup. God's saying every day that you walk in obedience, you're getting stronger, and my will to save you and rescue you is getting greater. And so on the seventh day, the seventh day, verse 16, and it came to pass at the seventh time, when the priests blew with the trumpets, Joshua said unto the people, Shout for the Lord hath given you the city. Well, it don't look like it. The wall's still there. You don't understand. The deal is sealed. When you walk in obedience to God and you praise Him the way He calls you to praise Him, get ready, the wall's getting ready to come down in your circumstance. The wall's getting ready to move in your situation. The deal is sealed. Come on. We get to take the spoil. We get to take the city. Seventh time around, Joshua said, shout. I can see it now. There were those in the crowd. You know, I want to say something to you. There's a lot of negative influence in the world. And the reason why that negative influence prevails is because there's nothing that speaks out against it. The minority becomes the loudest voice. Peer pressure causes some folks that don't even believe what that minority is spouting, but they feel the pressure to just step in and become involved. I wonder what's going to happen when the church of the living God realizes just like they were on the outside of that wall, there were some folks that probably said, you know what, I'm sick of this. 
that preachers told us for seven days these walls were going to fall and they've never moved and I'm not going to do another thing. But watch what happens. When the trumpet sounds and the people of God begin to shout, watch the blocks begin to fall. The bricks begin to crumble. And those that didn't want to take part said, hey, wait a minute. I believe it's working. I said, I believe it's working. Come on. I wonder what will happen in the church when you put pressure on the fella or the gal next to you to say, hey, you can't be silent. You can't be quiet. We're all in this together, and God wants us to have victory. The deal is sealed, but we got to praise him to engage him. You know, sometimes... When we praise God, we create a divine atmosphere for the dwelling of God. How do you know that, preacher? The Bible says it. He dwells, he inhabits the praises. Come on, am I still in the book? He inhabits the praises of his people. So when we praise him... It creates a divine atmosphere for the dwelling of God. A praise-powered environment accommodates God. Somebody said, you know, I don't understand why we're not baptizing more folk. More folk aren't getting the Holy Ghost. Well, first of all, there got to be folks here that need to be baptized. And there got to be folks here that need to be filled with the Holy Ghost. Come on, somebody. And once we get them here, you won't have to worry about the walls coming down. Because when we praise Him, uh, we engage divine empowerment that brings conviction, that draws the souls of men to repentance and gives them a desire to be baptized in his name and filled with his spirit. Come on, somebody. It's got to become more than just about our circumstances, just about our situations. But we got to understand that when we praise him, the walls will come down, not just for us, but for those around us. Seventh time around. Joshua said, We got to shout. Still a mystery. The presence of God in the midst of the Israelites made the armies of Jericho to be confused for seven days. Seven days. They were confused. What, what in the world? Not one soldier could strike an Israelite. They were just, they were open prey. They could have done anything they wanted to do, but something was happening on the inside of the wall. Can I tell somebody that's in a struggle right now, that's going through a trial or going through a test, 
God's not only working on your side of the wall, but God's working on the other side of the wall as well. And when you begin to praise God, God says, watch this. I'm going to push down that wall and I'm going to expose the enemy that's on the other side of that wall. And before I'm done, I will destroy your enemy and I will give you the spoil of your victory. I'm going to close with this tonight. Acts chapter 16. You know it. Verse 25. And at midnight, Paul and Silas prayed and sang praises unto God, and the prisoners heard them. Next. And suddenly, there was a great earthquake, so that the foundations of the prison were shaken, and immediately... Just Paul and Silas' doors were open. Just those ones that were praising, their doors got opened. That's not what it says. All the doors were open and everyone's bands were loosed. I'm going to speak to something right here. There's some marriages in this church. That if you don't, if you don't wake up, if you don't wake up and you don't praise God together and you don't start worshiping God together, there's some marriages in this church that are destined for trouble. Ah, hear me in the Holy Ghost. God sent me here on this Sunday night to tell somebody, I want to be the cure-all to your circumstance. But you're going to have to shut your negativity down and you're going to have to use the voice that I gave you to give me praise. Come on, husbands and wives, God said, I want you to join hands together and begin to worship me and praise me together and watch me bring down the walls that are hindering your relationship. I feel something here right now. Watch me bring down the walls and watch me destroy the enemy that would seek to destroy your marriage and destroy your family. I want every married couple in this building to stand right now. I want you to take your spouse's hand and I want you to lift it up in the air right now. Come on. In the name, I didn't say anybody that wanted to be married. I'm talking about folks that are already married. In the name of Jesus. Come on, I want you to begin to let a praise come out of your mouth. Come on, together. Together, I want you to begin to let a praise come out of your mouth. Come on, Sister Saint. Come on up here. In the name of Jesus. Come on. I want you to begin to let a praise. In the name of Jesus. God, we praise you. We thank you, God, because our marriage, God, was sealed by you. God, your word declares that what you put together, let no man put asunder. 
God, we declare it in the name of Jesus. We praise you, God, for restoration and healing in our relationship. Come on, praise him right now. We praise you, God, because you're going to keep us out of the divorce court. God, you're going to heal our marriage. You're going to let love abound where negativity and hatred has abounded. The walls are coming down in the name of Jesus. Come on, church, praise him with me right now. Praise him with me right now. Come on, praise him with me right now. Everybody stand. Everybody stand. John said, there's one coming after me whose shoes I'm not worthy to unlatch. And he's coming to baptize you with the Holy Ghost and fire. I'm in a house full of fire here tonight. You hear me? I said I'm in a house full of fire here tonight. We're about to send out a warning to hell. I said we're about to send out a warning to hell tonight. I want to tell everybody in this building, if you've tried every spiritual exercise, uh, try engaging in ceaseless praise. Come on. We shouldn't need a choir to sing it down, a preacher to preach it up. Come on, somebody. There ought to be something in us that says, in this will I be confident. If I'll praise him, I'll engage him. And when he's engaged, I win. Watch this, verse 17, put verse 17 up there. Ah, hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, the city and all that is in it are to be devoted to the Lord. But keep away from the devoted things so that you will not bring about your own destruction by taking any of them. God said, watch this. I'm going to bring a victory in your life. I'm going to place before you the things that I, that belong to me. Don't you touch them. It's a test. Watch now. Watch. It's a test. He tears down the walls. It's open game to everything in the city. But God says, don't you touch it. All I need you to do is to keep praising me. And when you keep praising me, I'll engage. And when I engage, what you see laying on the ground here ain't going to be nothing compared to what I've got in store. Come on, somebody. I'm trying to tell somebody when the walls come down, God's about to bless you like you've never been blessed before. 
Somebody needs to praise him right now. Somebody needs to praise him right now. You need to engage God in your circumstance. Come on, that's it. Come on. As you're doing that, God's saying, I'm going to help you. I'm going to move. I'm going to give victory. Come on, church. We got to praise him. We got to praise him.